way to sum it up in a nutshell is that if we look at Boris Johnson, he's a formidable politician who ended up squandering his, his talent. And let me explain it this way. I think when he was born, the good fairy came and endowed him with many talents, that he would be intelligent, articulate, he would be charismatic and persuasive with, you know, with charm and brio. Then the bad fairy came and said, no person deserves to have all those good gifts. <laughs> so I will now confer on him these qualities. He will be untrustworthy. He'll be a stranger to the truth. He will be unreliable and scandal-prone. So I think what has happened is, is that the Conservative Party and Britain have elected him to be prime minister knowing these character flaws. So what happened last week was that, indeed, Nemesis came to number 10 Downing Street and exacted her revenge. I think that's really mm. the bottom line from a broad political point of view. Now, this is uncertain times for the UK relating to its leadership, GDP contracting, the cost of living crisis, inflation hitting a 40-year high, and yet analysts suggest that the UK continues to benefit from strong institutional settings and a credible monetary policy. Now, if this was an African country, by now the ratings agencies would be screaming downgrade. Why is this not the case? Well, Elvis, look, I think they're strong. They are strong of, of these institutions in Britain, it's a very mature economy. It's a mature democracy. But there are some very tough issues here. I mean, firstly, whoever succeeds Boris Johnson will have a huge in-trade. There's no doubt about it. But the Bank of England has forecast that, that inflation will reach about, about 11% in the second half of the year. Sterling looks very vulnerable. And indeed, as you've mentioned, that the growth outlook is poor. So with this, there comes a high degree of uncertainty until a new leader is chosen, bearing in mind that there are now about 11 candidates with different views about what economic medicine is required in the United Kingdom. And then thirdly, of course, we as South Africa, we know that the United Kingdom is our largest trading and investment partner. So we have a stake in them steadying the ship. Yes, there are headwinds, but you know how you deal with the headwinds depends more on how you set the sails rather than on the direction of the headwinds. So we'll have to see what the new leadership will provide in the United yeah. Kingdom from an economic point of view. In 10 seconds, Professor, what does this then suggest about your mantra of policy certainty for any country? I think what it says is that an intensive period of uncertainty, whether you are a developed economy or a developing economy, simply means that it's bad for your economic performance. And so that, I think, sends a message to the decision makers, to the political decision makers in the Conservative Party, that they need to expedite their decision to ensure that they get a new prime minister in place as sooner rather than later, and that they keep this this whole period of uncertainty in, in the United Kingdom to mm -hmm. a minimum so they can rebuild, rebuild confidence in the months ahead.